the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about what's holding you back. We all start the new year with goals and dreams and hopes that we want to accomplish, but then we get stuck. So I want to talk today about what's holding you back. Is it you? Is it your circumstances? Or is it something else? Stay tuned and let's find out here on The Christian View. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I hope that you are doing well today. I'm excited to be with you today. Before we get into our topic, which is called What's Holding You Back?, I want to just tell you a little bit about who I am. I have a PhD in family and marriage counseling. I'm a wife, a mom, an avid athlete, and um, an overcomer. I'm also the um, executive producer and host of the Christian View TV show. Um, but most importantly, I am a daughter of the King. You know, um, for years of my life, I believed lie after lie after lie about what the enemy would just whisper in my ear, and I would just link arms with it as truth. And for so long, I allowed the enemy to keep me in bondage, to keep me locked down, to keep me from moving forward. And so my hope and my goal throughout my life and all that the Lord has me doing is to bring freedom for those who are in captivity, to help open the doors that are keeping us bound to shed truth on the lies so that the enemy cannot win in anybody's life, including yours. And so today I want to ask you and talk to you about what's holding you back. So have you ever felt that something was holding you back? Have you ever wanted to do something different, be someone greater or go somewhere you've never been, but you didn't because of one reason or another? What trips you up? What holds you back? What is it that's keeping you from being your best self and living your best life filled with joy, peace, and happiness? What could it be that's holding you back, weighing you down, and keeping you from forging ahead and achieving your goals? Is it your your environment? Is it your circumstances? Or could it possibly be you? Could you be your own worst enemy? Could you be the one that's receiving the lies, that's accepting the lies. Maybe it's not your environment. Maybe it's not your upbringing. Maybe you did have a bad upbringing. Maybe you were beat down. Maybe you were abused. But when you become a born-again believer, 
Your past is your past. And yes, we have to do a heart work. And yes, we have to walk through it. We have to walk through forgiveness. We have to walk through that rejection. We have to walk through the bitterness. But Christ has come that you may have life. So that you may have life. So that you may have life and have it abundantly. Has your success been hindered by the series of unfortunate events? Or could it actually be a series of unfortunate decisions? So let me just ask you again. Do you feel like something is holding you back? And could it be, possibly be you? Could you be your own worst enemy? And I can say that because I was my own worst enemy for so many years. You know, people would look at my life and say, wow, she's got it together. She's got an amazing husband. She's got the perfect family. You know, I was an athlete, so um, I had a very thin body or very thin frame. And um, and so people thought I had it all together. But inside, I was just dying inside with who I was. I was, I was riddled with self-hatred and self-doubt and just um, didn't think that I would ever measure up. And those are lies from the enemy. Those are lies from the enemy to keep us bound. And the enemy knows that if he can't take us out, he will do his best to wear us out. Can I get an amen? If he can't take us out, he will do his best to wear us out. And he will wear us out by shooting arrows of... um doubt and unbelief by by trying to trip us up on a daily basis. Now listen to this. Now the serpent, the great deceiver, clothed himself as a serpent and slithered up to Eve with a game plan to destroy God's prized possessions. He didn't want he didn't come with a sword or a gun or even a knife for his attack. He simply came with lies. He simply came with lies. The serpent knew Adam and Eve would not buy into a bare, a bare-faced denial of God. So he slithered into the garden with a twist and a turn of the truth. He began to cause Eve to doubt. In Genesis 3, 1, he said, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree of the garden? Satan knew exactly what God had said. He was simply trying to confuse Eve. Perhaps he was evaluating just how well she knew the truth. He was about to find out. Now, Satan didn't even try to disguise the deception. He told a flat out lie. In verse four of Genesis three, he said, you will surely not die. You know, the the enemy knows the truth. He knows the word inside and out. And he studies us. He knows what trips us up. He knows what causes us to sin. He knows how to get in our heads if we let him. The enemy was cunning and he was sly. He is the father of lies and he makes those lies seem so real. So I want to talk to you today just about some lies that we tend to believe. And then I want to give you the truth for those lies. I want you to trade in the lies for the truth today, for what God says about you. A lot of the things that we hear on a day-to-day basis keeps us bound. And we have to learn 
to reject the lie. Second Corinthians 10, 3 and 4 says this, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. We f- we, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. God's word is your weapon. And what we believe about his word will be able to demolish strongholds or if we believe the lies will keep us in bondage. So let me ask you, what lies are you believing today that you need to be set free from? Here are a couple of lies that I hear on a day-to-day basis and God wants to set you free. You have to start seeing yourself as God sees you and start to believe that God loves you. He loves you just the way you are. He he knows the beginning from the end. He knows your past failures. He'll know your future failures. He knows your strengths and he knows your weaknesses, but he loves you just the way you are. But on the flip side, the enemy knows your strengths and he also knows your failures, but he does not love you. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God has for you. And today, we're going to put it into that. Today, we're going to walk in victory by coming against those lies. So the first lie I want to go over today is the lie that says, I am worthless. How often do you feel worthless? How often do you feel like you can never measure up? How often do you feel unacceptable, unlovable, and unworthy of God's love? I hear that all the time in the counseling room, and I was one of those. So the lie is, I'm worthless. But the truth is found in Deuteronomy 14.2. I am God's treasured possession. You are God's treasured possession. And in fact, you are the apple of his eye. You are more valued and adored among anybody. He loves you. He looks at you and he says, I am well pleased. I am well pleased with you. Now, he's not pleased with the sin that we do, but we're separate from our sin. He's pleased with who we are because he loves us and he sees us through his eyes, which is which is holy and which is worthy. He sees you healed. He sees you delivered. He sees you set free in the name of Jesus. So if you're believing the lie that you are unworthy, I want you to accept the truth today. That through Christ and his love for you, you are worthy. Now, this next one is a huge one, and it is, I am a failure. I am a failure. I fail at everything I do. I'm never good enough. I never measure up. I'm not, I'm not as good as so-and-so. People don't see me as, as victorious. They see me as a failure. Well, Philippians 4.13 says this, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And the great thing is, is that we're not defined by our failure and we're not defeated by our failure. We've got to learn that even though we may, we may fall or we may fail or we may mess up, we can get back up and we can be victorious in Christ because in Christ, we are not failures. In Christ, we are victorious, but we have to switch that mindset. You know, we have to switch that mindset. Yeah, maybe something you did didn't turn out right. Maybe something, maybe you did walk through a divorce. Maybe you did fall bankruptcy. Maybe you have had past failures, but through Christ, all things are possible. And he sees you as victorious. He doesn't see you as a failure. He sees you as victorious. And we've got to start seeing ourselves as victorious in all that we do in all that we do we cannot let the enemy continue 
to feed us that lie that we are failures. Here's another one. So the first one was Philippians 4.13. The second one is 2 Corinthians 4.7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. And his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And that is 2 Peter 1.13. Proverbs 16.3 says, commit, the, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will be successful. God wants you to be successful. I want you to replace today the I can't with he can so that you can walk in victory and not in failure. Um, the next one is I can't forgive myself. And that is the lie. I can't forgive myself. You may be thinking, well, you don't know what I've done. You don't know my past. It doesn't matter. God knows what you've done. He knows your past and he knows your future. And he sees you as a blameless, righteous son and daughter of the king. If you go to Romans 8, 1, it says this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Listen, y'all, God does not put us does not call us to walk in shame. He does not put shame on us. He does not put guilt in us and he does not put condemnation on us. So if you are walking around in shame, guilt, and condemnation, you need to know today that that is from the enemy. That is not from God because God says that therefore there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus and he wants you to be set free. So another um, scripture that you can cling to if you're feeling that you can't forgive yourself is 1 John 1, 9. And it says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says this, God has made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of Christ. You are the righteousness of Christ. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. Believe the truth of God's forgiveness. Embrace the truth of his redemption and come out of hiding for good. You are forgiven and free and you can forgive yourself in Christ. Another one is I can't forgive the person who hurt me. I think about Corey Ten Boone whenever I think about not being able to forgive someone and how she was able to forgive through the power of the Holy Spirit, the guards who killed her family. She was able, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to forgive the guards who killed her family. So even though you may not feel in your own strength that you can forgive the people that hurt you, through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can walk in supernatural forgiveness. Ephesians 4.32 says this, I can forgive because Christ has forgiven me. Christ has forgiven you, and so therefore we are called to forgive other people. God wants you to forgive other people. And the beauty about forgiveness, y'all, is that it truly sets us free. The more we hold on to unforgiveness, the more we ourselves are prisoners. And that you've heard it said before, but it's like um, drinking poison, thinking the other person's going to suffer. And that's how it is when we walk in unforgiveness. We think the other person's going to suffer, but the people that are truly suffering are the ones who are not forgiving. So I encourage you today, if there's someone you need to forgive, seek the Lord and seek forgiveness upon them in the name of Jesus. And Ephesians 4.23 says this, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other's just as in Christ, God forgave you. 
Let's work on our forgiveness. Let's walk in forgiveness in the name of Jesus. I'm just going to go over two more today. The next lie is I would be happy if, and you fill in that blank. I would be happy if we're always waiting for that next thing to make us happy. That next event, that new house, that new car, that new relationship, that new job, whatever it is that you're waiting on that you think is going to make you happy. It's not going to make you happy. Listen to Psalms 126. It says, my joy comes from the Lord. God's joy is the only thing that will sustain you. It's true that things will make us happy for a brief moment or a brief season, but God's love and his joy is what sustains us through the good times, through the bad times. And though, like I said, things are nice, that's not where our joy needs to come from. Our, the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's a supernatural joy that only comes from God. Happiness is a byproduct of the joy that God can, can put in our hearts. And so if you're believing a lie that you would be happy if this would happen, if that would happen, I want you to stop believing that lie right now and know that true joy, true joy, true contentment comes from having that relationship, that right relationship with Father God. Listen to Philippians 4, 11 through 13. It says this, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And that is Philippians 4, 11 through 13. And then Psalm 16, 8 and 9 says this. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. And last one, Psalms 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. You have all you need in Christ. You have all you need in Christ. So that lie that you'll only be happy if, I want you to replace it with, you have all you need in Christ Jesus to be joyful. The last one I want to talk about today is, I'm not good enough to be a Christian. I'm not good enough to be a Christian. Or, God doesn't love me enough. God loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross because he loves you, because he wants that relationship with you. And Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says this, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourself. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. God loves you with an unstoppable, never-ending love that will never change. You know what? You are the righteousness of Christ. You're fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and he loves you. So I don't know what lie you're believing. Maybe it wasn't any of these lies. Maybe it's no one loves me. Maybe I'm just never going to be good enough. The lies can go on and on and on. Today, I want you to take hold of the truth that Jesus Christ, Father God, loves you. And he who lives inside of you loves you unconditionally. And it's time to embrace the never-ending love of the Father. He loves you. He pursues you. He has great things for you. It's up to us now to walk in the truth and not believe the lies any longer. So again, I don't know 
what lies you're believing, what lies you hear over and over again, maybe from some other people, maybe you repeat them yourself. You know, maybe they're just whispering in your ear. It's time to stop the lies. If it's shame, guilt, and condemnation, you know it's not from God. If it's making you feel less than, if it's making you compare, it's not from God. Start walking in God's truth today. Start walking in His love today. Start walking in His faithfulness today. Start walking in the abundance that He has for you today. The enemy, it says in John 10, 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Christ, have come that you may have the abundant life. He has great things in store for you today. He has great things in store for you today. So I want you to stop being your own worst enemy. Stop believing the lies that the enemy has placed before you. Pick up God's word. Pick up his truth. Pick up his promises and walk with the authority God has given you today. Walk in his love today in the name of Jesus. I pray victory over your life today. I pray that you will have a supernatural love encounter with God that rocks your world and changes your life for Christ. Know that you are loved. Know that you're accepted. Know that Christ has great things for you today in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, thanks for tuning in today. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View, and I'd love to hear from you. You can write me anytime at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com or follow me on all social media outlets at thechristianview.tv. God does have a view, and He has a view for you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.